eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a brand new week of Major League Baseball, which means we got a new episode of Big Time Baseball here on Odyssey Sports. It's me, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio, and my favorite, the one, the only, Tony Gwynn Jr., who was much better of a baseball player and much better of a professional smartass than I am, but he's here with me, slumming it here on Big Time Baseball as we talk about everything we love and don't love about the game right now, and Tony, first things first, your pods, man. Love them, love them, love them. How you doing? Man, first, uh, good to be with you, Code, as always. Uh, it is, uh, they're, they're playing some good ball, man. We just came off that seven-game roadie that started horribly. They get swept in St. Louis. Uh, the offense is, was was anemic. And then on Thursday, you fly into to Milwaukee. Offense wakes up a little bit. And then Taylor Rogers has a hard time closing it out. Brewers walk off. And you would think after those four losses, like, oh man, here we go. You've had some, you've had some three straight bad losses and then one heart heartbreaking loss. And then they bounce back. They win the next three in Milwaukee. They take three of four. Um, they do two things really well. I think probably as good, if not better, than everybody else. They start in pitching is unbelievable. I mean, they they lead the the, the league in, in quality starts. Joe Musgrove leading away. He, right now, he he's got to be your NL starter in in the in a, in the start in the All Star game. And they play defense. They don't make very many mistakes. And then that little short four game skid they had. The one thing they do offensively, they come up with timely hits. They hadn't been coming up with those in that four game losing streak. But the last three games, you started to see that kind of that kind of uh, timely hitting come about and. Uh, this is a good team. I, I don't think they're going anywhere. And, and my guess is come deadline time, they'll make some moves or whatever moves they feel necessary to help this ball club. But this team is is well managed. Uh, they got the right kind of veterans in their locker room. This is a, a good good thing they got going in San Diego right now. Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, they do have the Mets. Yeah coming in and the Mets just had a you know split a series with the Los Angeles Dodgers and you know the Mets are banged up a little bit but they are still a devastatingly good team one of the best in baseball but you brought up Joe Musgrove man and of course the pods themselves going still kind of going neck to neck with the Los Angeles Dodgers looking at them right now 
Pods are 30 and 20, man. 600 winning percentage. They're only three games back of the Dodgers right now. And I mean, we all agree and we all agreed last year as well that the Dodgers are the very best team in baseball. They're just ridiculous. But hey, man, it's not a foregone conclusion that they're going to win this. In fact, somebody asked me the other day on one of my other shows, if I were to lay down a bet right now, what would I lay down? The Dodgers to win the NL West or the Brewers to win the NL Central? And everyone's first thought immediately is the Dodgers. And also the odds are better for the uh, higher for the Dodgers to win their division. But the Brewers are going to win their division by 20 games, pretty much, it looks like. And the Dodgers might, if they do win the division with the Padres in there, they might only win it by three or four if they're lucky. If the Padres don't, you know, continue to get healthier and better because the Padres are doing this without Fernando Tatis Jr. No, listen, I I think if if you want to make some money, that's certainly the way to go is the Brewers. I mean, I think after watching Milwaukee, after watching Cardinals and back-to-back series, they're they're both really, really good teams, but the Brewers start, the Brewers pitching, and and by the way, they're doing this banged up as well. I mean, uh, Adamas has been out, Urdias has missed some time, Uh, Woodward's out right now with an ankle, uh, they've got some injuries on that Brewers ball club, and yet they're still finding ways to win. I like I like where you're going with it, Dakota. I think Milwaukee, um, although the Dodgers have reigned and are probably the best roster in baseball, I still think the Brewers are a better bet in order to uh, to win a National League Central uh, versus what uh, the the Dodgers are doing. Well, Dodgers got at least two, three teams in that division that can give them. Um, issues in terms of winning the division. Milwaukee really only has the Cardinals to deal with. The other three teams in that division are not very good. Yeah, it's just the fact. I mean, the 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 look at them. The, the Reds. The Reds are terrible. The Pirates not great. The, not the Cubs great. not great. <laughs> it's just it's it's a two team race and. You know, the Cardinals, I think, are playing above where they really are. They're pitching way above where they've been. I mean, Miles Michaelis, up until his most recent start. Now, Miles Michaelis is a very good pitcher, but he had a one ERA going yeah. into his last yeah. start, and he has missed no starts this year. He's been so he's been Cy Young worthy this season. So it, it's been a phenomenal year over there in St. Louis as well. But, yeah, you guys got to assume the Cardinals have that. I mean, the, yeah. the Brewers truly have that yeah. vision well in at hand. And I do want to bring up the, uh, another player you mentioned about the Padres, Joe Musgrove. Man, um, I said the other day when he was facing Corey Burns that this is going to be Joe Musgrove's true coming out party. Now, when I say that, his coming out party was really right. last year when he threw that no-hitter and had an unbelievable season. And I've been saying for a while that I think Joe Musgrove is the Padres ace, and he's been the Padres ace since he signed. I hear no lies. Um, He's currently sitting at plus 600 for the NL Cy Young, second best odds against the pitcher that he beat the other night, who's currently sitting with plus 325. Listen, I've been telling people to jump on Joe Musgrove for weeks and weeks and weeks. If you don't jump on Joe Musgrove, if you're a gambling guy at all and you don't jump on Joe Musgrove now, you're going to miss on the boat because he's just going to be the best pitcher in baseball. Stop gambling if you're not taking Joe Musgrove right now. For real. (laughs) It's a pretty easy grab right now. And getting a chance to watch this guy every fifth day uh, is is nothing short of remarkable the way he goes about it. He's he's unique from the standpoint is you're going to get – his his repertoire, his five pitch, six pitch repertoire, you're gonna get all of it and, and at any given time. And it, as a hitter, as you know, Cody, when a pitcher has no fear of throwing any pitch at any time, you can't eliminate anything. And it makes hitting 
way, way more difficult as we saw as he took that no hitter into the eighth before Colton Wong uh, doubled off the wall. He was cruising. I mean, there was nobody really even close. Um, and he's a big reason why the Padres, uh, even though they lost those four games, they happened to lose them at a time the Dodgers were losing. So the Padres end up picking up a game. They're, they're two games back uh, as they go into this series with the Mets. And this is going to be another good test for them. I mean, they had a good ro- a road trip where they played really good teams. And now um, the Mets, are, I, I believe, are going to see Joe in one of those starts. So uh, that, that'll that'll be a good match of whoever he, he's linked up with. But he, he certainly is worthy of not only uh, an all-star appearance, but certainly in the early conversation for Cy Young, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, speaking of Mets again, they are coming in to play the Padres. They just split with the Dodgers. Dodgers dominated games one and two, but the Mets come back when games three and four. Also, on top of that, listen, it's been looking like a foregone conclusion. And I know I have a lot of people, and we've even joked about it, Tony, that the Mets, you know, we're waiting for the mm-hmm. Mets to met. I don't think nope. the Mets are going to met this year. I truly think this is a real, real contending team. And again, just like the Padres are doing without Fernando Tatis Jr., the Mets are doing it without Scherzer and DeGrom. Uh, so, I mean, that's just absurdly good news for Mets fans, but they're coming down to San Diego and the rest of the NL East is starting to play good baseball. The The Braves have won five straight Phillies, won four straight since firing Girardi. Um, I don't know if that was necessarily the right answer, but the Phillies played the most bonkers game I've ever watched yesterday against the Angels at home. What do you, what do you think? You, I've been on a, I've been on a team. I've actually been on a couple of teams where the manager has been fired mid season. Um, I've been on one team where it worked out very well. And I've worked, been on another team where the team went so ass backwards, <laughs> the other direction because of firing of Bud yeah, Black that yeah. the Padres in 2015 was the most nightmare scenario I'd no, ever been a part of. You're 100% right. Uh, I remember that I was on a, a, a 2008 team, uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers that had gotten all the way. I think we were in September uh, when they decided to fire was Ned, Ned Yost. Yost yeah, we were. It, yeah, it, it was, was like, like it was left. like no time left. We had we had we had basically given up a seven. I think it was a seven game lead in the wild card. And uh, they made the firing and we ended up clinching. And then, you know, in a seven day period, I mean, two week span, it, it's hard to tell if it made a difference or not. I don't know that we played that much better. We might've played a little bit better than 500, but we got into the playoffs, which was the key element mm-hmm. in that. So uh, you're right. It could go, it could go a m- bunch of different ways. Clearly, at least for the first four games, it looks like uh, this team is playing better, but they still have the same issues they had before they fired Joe Girardi, right? They don't play defense very well. Oh. They're using their DH spot for Bryce Harper, who is probably one of their better defenders, but because of his UCL issue, he's not going to be able to to play defense at least until the end of the year. And so you got a bunch of dudes who are out of position and your bullpen still isn't, you know, that great. And so you still have those same issues. I know they've been able to to come back and and win some crazy games, a grand slam by, by Bryce Harper to to tie that game uh, late. Um, But, They still have a bunch of the same issues, though, Cody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Yeah, it's... um. I, I, I mentioned that I, I watched this team live three straight nights at Dodger Stadium about three weeks ago, and I was... They, they swept they them, they? they almost games. swept it. Yeah, they swept them. Did they <laughs> sweep them? They might have swept them. They, they won both the games I went to, and I was watching going like, yeah, I know, I get it that they're beating the Dodgers at home right now, but this team's defense oh, is atrocious. so bad. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like looking around, I'm like, this is like playing nine <laughs> me out there. Like... I love one or two me out there, but even me, I wouldn't put nine me out there. And I love right, me. Right, right. No, th- th- like it's just, defense, oh. I, I mean, it, it's, um, I mean, listen, at the time I saw them, they were still missing gregarious. They were, they were missing a few guys, but it, it, it hasn't been good all season, even when everybody was healthy. So, um, mm-hmm. listen, it's nice to see them win some games. They should be more competitive. Maybe the firing will will make them that, but this team is still a long ways from being either the Braves or for you know not even to mention the Mets. They're they're, they're a ways away from both of those yeah. teams, I think. Yeah, and just to finish up the topic on on the firing of Joe Girardi, and of course, my first thought that came to my mind was after they won, especially those four games, was I know Tony LaRusso is listening and watching this because Tony LaRusso has got to be feeling to me. Now, I don't think Tony LaRusso is going to get fired. I think he's going to live out the rest of his contract completely this year and next year. But I mean, if that, if things don't change in Chicago on the South side, I got to assume that the White Sox got to make some sort of move. And it's not necessarily that changing the manager is what's going to change everything in baseball. But something's got to change, and unfortunately, the manager of every team is the figure. No, there, there's there's no doubt about that. I think he's got. I think Tony's got a few things working for him. A, his hiring was straight from Jerry Reinsdorf, who was the owner of the yes, Chicago White Sox, and this was more. This was a, a hiring in which he had been jonesing to do for quite some time, and so he finally got the opportunity to pull the trigger. Yeah, roughly forty years. <laughs> he's been trying to he's been trying to fix this mistake for a while. He got he got a chance to do it. He's done it. The other thing he's got going for him is they've had a bunch of injuries, a bunch of major injuries for their team that um, they can't. I don't think they could t- can cover up well enough. Um, they're missing two major guys. Tim Anderson being one of them. They got some guys uh, in, the, in the in on their pitching staff that are also hurt. There's some time to fix this, but and fortunately for them, nobody's really running away with the central at this point. So um, they have that going for him, and I agree. I think ultimately he's going to live out that contract because uh, uh, you know he's, he's the, the owner's. The owner's going to say so. the owner's going to say so regardless. Yeah. I think. I think so too. I think he will be there for the long haul. And keep in mind, though, again, it doesn't mean like moving Tony LaRusso is going to change anything at all. That whole, it's a very good coaching staff. Yeah, I can't stress this no enough. Doubt. I've no, 
yeah, I played with these a lot of these guys. I played for a lot of these guys. It's a really good staff. So this team's going to be okay. I truly think that they're currently sitting six games out of first place. In fact, the Guardians have actually passed the White Sox. The White Sox are currently sitting third in the AL Central at 23 and 27. Not where they want to be. This was a team that everyone pegged to win this division by far. And hell, I picked them to win the AL pennant. So I would like them to pick it up if for no other reason to make me look good. This they this again, this division is is very much like the uh the 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 NL NL East was last year. Like nobody's really mm-hmm. doing it. You look at the last 10 games, the first place team is four six. Minnesota's four and six in the last 10. White Sox are also four and six in the last 10. Cleveland six and four. So nobody is really like playing great baseball. And as long as you leave a team like that, the White Sox with that, that kind of talent, once they get healthy, if you don't pull away from them, you are all, you are going to run the risk of them snatching it from you. Just like we saw the Braves do to the Mets last year. And I think that's where they'll be at the end of the season. All right, well, we are roughly at the six, the 50-game mark of the season. And if the playoffs were to start right now, um, here are your National League um, teams in the playoffs. And what, what do you think of this? Dodgers, Mets, Padres, Brewers, Cardinals, Giants, Braves, Diamondbacks, Phillies on the A. Uh, what, what do you think of these teams, by the way, that have a shot? And I'm funny. I love that one team's in here because this one team is a fourth-place yeah, team. But I've been telling everybody, please do not sleep. I, on I was about to say, I know you're talking about the Diamondbacks. This, I mean, this team is good, man. They're really, really good, and they just have the misfortune of being located in Phoenix, man. They are they so play, good. They play, and listen, I've always felt like Tori Lovello's ball clubs play hard for him. Like no matter what their talent mm-hmm. is, um, they always play hard. And now, so now this year, you got some young guys that have been infused in there. You got some guys who are, 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 are who've gotten their feet wet now and um, got a little more confidence and they play, they play hard. And so they're in a lot of games, their pitching staff, their starting rotation has been really good this year. So again, like I said, with the Padres, when you have good starting pitching, right. And, uh, you're able to play defense. You're going to be in every ball game because they're not going to score a whole bunch of runs on you. And so that's why the Diamondbacks are a team to watch. But out of all these teams, the team I would least want to face, and I'm not being a homer, is the Padres. I would hate to face them mm-hmm. in a series, a playoff series, because they can run out some fantastic pitching um, and they have this knack for getting the big hit when they need to. They're not going to make very many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Cody, come playoff time. The teams that win are the teams that make the fewest mistakes. It's not necessary. You're not going to yes. have too many blowouts. So the teams that make the fewest mistakes have the best chance to advance. That's the Padres. That's why they're the scariest team on this list, if you ask me. I agree with you. On top of this, here's the other thing. I think the Padres are what everyone thinks mm, the Brewers yeah. are. Yeah. The Brewers are not bad. I can't stress this enough. The Brewers are, are a good team because they've got a great pitching staff. I think the Padres have the exact same pitching staff, only they can out hit the hell out of the Brewers. And again, the Padres are a team that just kind of get ignored throughout baseball. Maybe it's because of proximity, location of or even, you know, distance to Los Angeles or something. But I feel like there are two teams that we just never hear enough about, and it's the Padres and the Rays. And these are two teams that will be in the playoffs because we look over the American League side. Same exact thing. Yankees, Astros, Blue Jays, Rays, Twins, Red Sox. We didn't bring up the White Sox, 
We didn't bring up a few uh, few teams. What do you think, man? I, I mean, are there teams that we're not mentioning that we should be mentioning? In that I list? mean, you're talking about on the American League side, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, on the American I, League I, side. I think the team that we always overlook, and you just mentioned them, is, is Tampa Rays. Like, they consistently get to this point, and, and they do it under the radar because of the unorthodox – way they do it another team that's not getting a lot of noise which is kind of unusual to me is the astros i feel like <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> I, feel, right? I feel like these these this team has reigned over the american league west and i think because they've lost Where a superstar it seems like every free agency yep. for the last five years we've gradually talked about them less and less and less and now it's weird to say this team is eight games up eight and a half games up in the american league west and I feel like they're 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 not being talked about at all. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay. Um, I'm 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 gonna put some of the blame on. Uh, not necessarily you and me, Tony, but I, I'm talking about the whole media group as a, yeah. as, a, as a whole. But you and me are definitely partially to blame because you and I have said this on this show many times. We truly thought that the Astros were not going to be winning <laughs> this year. We truly we thought this. All of us thought this was the Mariners' turn, finally. We all thought the Angels were going to be somewhat real this year. And we all looked at Correa and Springer being gone. The and, list is Cole. You know, I mean, let's Cole gone. Uh, getting back Verlander at forty after Tommy John surgery. We weren't expecting him to be Justin Verlander still. Um, listen, and also let's let's not let's not pretend that we all didn't want them to finally lose <laughs> too. <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with it too. I mean, we really wanted it to happen. So we all tried so hard to will it into existence. And unfortunately, we can't have nice things. So the Astros are here to stay. <laughs> we can't have nice things. And, you know, credit to, to Dusty Baker. Credit to th that, 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 that Astros front office. I mean, they, they've, they've patched it together. They only patched it together. They basically replaced some parts. Uh, that you felt like were almost irreplaceable, right? I mean, Carlos Correa leads mm -hmm. for Minnesota. Then they all of a sudden have this this kid at shortstop that is basically not only filling in the void, he's doing it quite well at the shortstop position mm -hmm. at such a young age. And I I I'm I can't I shouldn't I guess I shouldn't be surprised by what we've seen from from the Astros. But uh, I mean, when you see a young kid like Pena come up and just you know, make himself at home. And and then you see Verlander, who he, he does have a little bit of this Nolan Ryan to him, right? It just seems like no matter how old he gets, he'll still be able to pinpoint a, a heater. And when he needs to get a little bit of extra, he can go back in the tank and grab it and find a 96, 97 for you. Um, I mean, he, he's 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 going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. It, it helps to have guys like that on your roster. Mm-hmm. You know, can I ask you a question, Tony? This is this is something. This actually just kind of it's not on the rundown. It just kind of popped in my head. And we're talking about Dusty a little bit. Um, I don't have a lot of regrets in my career. I mean, I have one or two like little things here and there. Like I, I always think about 
2016, I had the choice between signing between three teams, and there was one I wanted to sign with, and I didn't sign with the Cubs, but I wanted to. I ended up signing with the Royals, which was not necessarily a bad decision. It was just right. not the right decision. Um, my other regret was like I never got a chance to go play in Japan. I really wanted to play in Japan. And my last regret, I always wanted to play yeah. for Dusty. Yeah. Baker. It was like a dream of mine to play for Dusty. A combination of my mentor growing up was yeah. Reggie Smith. His best friend was yeah. Dusty. So I always thought playing for Dusty would be like playing for Reggie. So I, I, I it was just a dream uh, of mine, and I'm jealous uh, of every player on the Astros I'm, that gets this. I, I, I got a, I got a bunch of friends that played for Dusty, and I've and and they have made it so that that's all. That's one of the one of the only regrets I have is that I never got a chance to play for him because everybody you talk to that's played for him only has great things to say. He only seems to get the best out of his guys. And that's somebody you want to play for, right? That's somebody who gets it, who understands the, the everyday grind of it. And that can't be said for everybody. And that's the reality of it. And uh, I think you're right. I mean, you had a great mentor in Reggie Smith. I mean, he's one of the hitting gurus, best hitting gurus of all time, in my opinion. But, um, him and Dusty seem like they're cut from that same cloth. And uh, yeah, no, no doubt. I'm with you on that. I wish I could have had a chance to, to, to play for Dusty. That would have been awesome. All right. Now, now let's get to the story we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the angels, the angels <laughs> suck, man. They suck. They, they suck. I knew it. We all knew it. We, we tried to be, we wanted them to do this. We want them to win. I want the angels to win more than anybody else. I'm not even an angel fan. In fact, growing up, I was a Dodger fan and I hated the angels. Now I'm, I'm practically marking myself as an angel fan. Cause I want them to win so bad. Cause I want Otani and trout in the playoffs more than just about anything. But like I said, we don't get to have no. nice things. This team has lost 11 in a row. Trout has gone over his almost last 30, which is unheard of. Um, oh my God, what do you, what do you think, man? This, this team, they drafted 20 pitchers last year because they know what the problem is. Um, yet they have an owner who is apparently maniacal enough to just spend money only on offense. <laughs> and this team will never win because Listen, of it. Um, I, I, I'm a big believer that it, it, it starts at the top and it trickles down. I mean, the. Some of the stuff that the Angels are marred in outside of baseball uh, is an indicator, right? And you're right. They just have made bad financial decisions. Um, Their offenses should be as good as any. Um, But we all hedged even as they were playing well. It's like, "Eh, man, these these pitchers, man, Syndergaard, okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, Shohei, I'll give you that one. But then, you know, can, can, can Renzo keep this up? Uh, I, I mean, there's just a bunch of question marks, and we're all starting to see it kind of c- come. Dude, they called up a guy they drafted in the 12th round last year, Silseth. And by the way, he's been arguably one of their best yeah. arms yeah. since he's been up. And it's not like he's been lighting it up. He's been pitching decent. Yeah, it, but if that's the best you're having right now, yeah, we got Decent the at the big league level doesn't cut it. It just it just doesn't like and so if you're depending no. on decent and listen I I kind of felt like you know even though you're going early you looked at like Shohei's number on on the mound they're not like Cy Young numbers you know and that's who he was last year right I mean he could he was that good uh, last season mm-hmm. um, you're not getting those type of performances at least yet and if you're not getting those performances from your ace. 
it's not going to be good for the rest of the, the rotation. It just normally isn't. And that's where they are. And then you throw on top of it, Mike Trout, the, the world's greatest player, has not hit recently. You you now you got both hands tied behind your back. It's, you already playing with one hand tied behind your back. Now you can't do it with two. It's just impossible. And the Astros, as we said, and are really good. So they're really good. <laughs> they're really really good. They have thirty four wins. And the Angels, by the way, despite their eleven in a, I'm going to say this again, eleven in a row. Have you ever been a part of an eleven oh, in a row lost streak? Unfortunately, in your career? Yeah. it's. <laughs> oh no! Oh oh that, no! I think I, I think we're on a team that I think lost ten in a row and won ten in a row, like in like a a month span. It was kind of kind of crazy, but yes, yeah. Let's make make no make no mistake. I have played on bad teams, <laughs> bad bad teams, but I don't think I've ever remembered losing eleven. Str- like that's just. That's got to be feeling like trying to do backstrokes in quicksand. Like, it's just got to be a nightmare, uh, that scenario. But, like, listen, despite the 11 in a row, they're still in second place in their division. I mean, they're not going to catch the Astros, but the team that I think is surprising all of us at the moment, because we all agree, even though they did spend some money this offseason, they're not very good, but they've been playing okay as of late. Yeah. Texas Rangers. I mean, and, and, you know, it's one of those things that they've got enough talent now to where they can win some games. They got some really, some young starting pitching. Uh, Martin Perez has been phenomenal uh, for that ball club. And so, um, and they've been waiting on him for a while, but um, yeah, I mean, listen, they got, I mean, listen, you got Seager in your lineup. I mean, you got Simeon in your lineup as well. Uh, uh, they got, they got some guys, they got some guys on that team offensively. So it's not a surprise that they've, they've been able to win some games because just frankly, their roster is better this year. And so we'll see if that lasts, but certainly you have to be encouraged, right? That, that your, that your ball club is, is starting to play better. I don't, I, as you, I think you made this point at the beginning of the year, they're still a year or two away from like really competing. There's some pieces that they have mm-hmm. to to kind of to get right, um, but I don't. I'm not surprised that they're playing decent base. They're playing about 500 ball. Yeah, but I mean, initially they they were the they had three wins I think in like their first 15 games, which was definitely setting oh, yeah. off alarms. But yeah, they've really put together you know around a 500 season thus far, which. I mean, I we were looking at them like they were the Reds about three weeks ago. I'm glad they're not the Reds. But don't worry, everybody, because the, the Reds, Reds are still, still the Reds. So we have someone the Reds to beat are up still on. the Reds. Uh, you know, we'll see if, if the fantasy football thing is, is cracking again at the end of the offseason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, last 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 t- subject to touch on, you know, it was uh, there was a lot of pride week throughout the weekend last week. And it's something I do want to touch on real quick, because there were a few Rays players that did opt not to wear it, and which is their right. I totally disagree with this. I can't stress this enough. Um, but the reason why is because I played with multiple um, homosexual players that never told a single mm. teammate or anybody about it. and. I, I, as someone that has played this game, as you have, Tony, you know, I, I, I unfortunately spent most of my time in the minor leagues. I spent most of my time in AAA. Um, and you know, I got a couple of cups of coffee, which was great, but I get, I can't stress enough how hard it was that grind, you know, live. I, there were times where I yeah. lived in my car yeah. in my career and grinded it out. And 
I did this all while being completely outward who I was. And I had the luxury of doing that. I had other teammates who right. didn't. And I will think about that for the rest of my life, how hard I struggled personally and mentally through my career. And I didn't even have to hide who I was. Um, it's I it, it breaks my heart when I think about it, because any distraction can harm you in this right. game or no any doubt. game. Um I can't imagine that type of burden, which I don't think is a burden, but they feel it is because you have teammates like this that are going out, putting out these statements. Well, because of religion, I don't agree with your existence. And that's something that does truly irk me. And I hope we can. Get yeah. That. You know, it, we're still we're still trying to uh, it seems like as a society and I, it seems like we've come a long way, but there's still some 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 steps we need to take in terms of. Um, inclusion. And you're right. The game is hard enough as it is. Um, and to, to have to carry that. And it's not a bur- It's only a burden because they have to, you know, they have to keep it a secret for, for fear of, yeah. you know, what the, the reaction will be and how they'll be treated thereafter. And um, we've come a long way, but there, there's just a lot more space that we need to cover, especially in terms of, of, uh, sexuality in, in in our society, and it is sad. It, you, nobody should have to feel like um, they have to keep that a secret. But you know that is that is where we are, and you know hopefully we can move to get better. It, it is sad. It does make, especially when you've done the grind, to know that somebody is having to take on a whole nother element that you and I didn't have to take on. On top of that grind. It is sad. And I, I don't know that, I, that I've ever played. I don't know of any that have come out and they said that um, they were homosexuals. But all to, at the end of the day, I, I'm positive I, I played with some. Just, you know, it was just a secret. And they didn't tell anybody. I mean, just I mean, just basing on yeah, numbers yeah. alone. We, there's I mean, listen, my, my dad lockered next to Billy Bean. And, you know, that that mm-hmm. didn't come out until after he retired, that that he was actually a gay yeah, man. And. and and having met Billy Bean multiple times 100%. and hearing his story and what he struggled with, um, man, I mean, listen, I, so un- I think back I to being a kid in that locker room and knowing what I know now, like, man, he had to be so, so uncomfortable in, in that locker room. I, I just, you know, it was just a different time at that point. And um, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, at that time, nobody knew, you know, but he was right locked right next to my dad. Nobody knew, but. It is it is a sad situation. We we just got to get past it. We gotta we gotta do better. Is yeah. ultimately what we have to do. But yeah, you do mention there has been progress in that. You know, we are celebrating right. Pride Nights. Five years ago, this was never even on the on the 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 docket of a possibility. So like the, we are growing. I would just like us to grow fast. <laughs> it's so many areas, right? So many areas. Yes. <laughs> Please, please. Well, on that note, guys, it's been a great show and it's going to be an amazing week of baseball. I am I of the week. What are you most excited for me? I'm not going to lie. I, I get it. We're both Padre homers Padres. and all, but man, yeah. this Padre Met series yeah, is going to no, be a series. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be doing these games on TV this week. week there this these three games. So tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, 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 this is this is gonna be a, this is gonna be one of those marquee series for sure, early season marquee series. You heard it here. That's right. Mets, Padres, and Tony Gwynn Jr. covering Boom. the entire series. There's no reason to watch <laughs> anything else, ladies and gentlemen. Tony, where can people find you outside? Of course, you can the find me on Twitter at 
Tony Gwynn Jr. on IG at Tony underscore Gwynn Jr. Plus, you can catch me on Gwynn and Chris Monday through Friday from 2 to 6 p.m. here in San Diego. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Decker6, and you can follow me on Instagram, Antihero Baseball. And of course, all the shows I'm doing on Odyssey and the BetQL Network, please follow me and like, share, and subscribe to Big Time Baseball on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. That's it for us. Enjoy your week. Enjoy you some baseball. That's it. Beat it.